curious, competitive, compassionate. Salespeople are drawn to their careers in much the same way musicians are drawn to music. Once you've learned the language of sales, the beauty is in your ability to personally interpret what you've learned to suit your personality, your interest, and your skill. My name is Roger Burnett, and this is the So You're In Sales podcast, where we consider ways to grow as people as we advance in our careers and learn firsthand from those ahead of us on the path to accelerate our journey. I'm lucky to get to talk every two weeks with entrepreneurs, business owners, thought leaders, authors, and people of all walks of life, each with a unique story to share and a look at their lessons along the way. Prepare to be educated, informed, entertained, and inspired. This is the So You're In Sales Podcast. The So You're In Sales Podcast is sponsored by Social Good Promotions. Social Good Promotions was founded on the premise that any business can stand out from their competition when they are doing things they really believe in. True success these days is measured by the ways your employees feel about working for you and the ways your business is making the community a better place. Ultimately, it's about the ways you and your business will be remembered. If you're looking to grow your sales revenue while activating social good at the same time, we'll be your favorite marketing partner ever. Book a meeting with us at socialgoodpromotions.com, follow us on Instagram at sogoodpromo, and let's get connected. We've done great work using our unique and effective strategy. Let us show you how. Now, for many of us in sales, the most challenging part of the job is prospecting or cold calling or business development or any other adjective you may want to assign to that part of sales that forces all of us to face rejection. Then there's people like Wendy Cavalry. A natural networker, Wendy has forged a successful business career building teams of entrepreneurs seeking relationships between and amongst themselves, and her business, SiriusNet Connections, offers the chance for exactly that. Wendy has an amazingly warm and welcoming personality, and her ability to see the best in others is truly inspiring. It's not surprising that her title is Chief Referral Officer, and she lives for that challenge and has made connecting others her life's work. Hers is a story of perseverance and being willing to realize who you really are and having the confidence to pursue a new career trajectory. We talk about the power of in-person connections and the growing importance of referral teams in the sales prospecting mix for most small and medium-sized businesses. I think you're really going to enjoy it. Give it a listen. You know, we were talking about the entrepreneur's curse, and it's like uh, once you've been given a taste of you get to decide... Yeah, the freedom. Having everybody else decide something for you is almost impossible. The freedom. I, I've My father has made that comment uh, a few times. Well, what would you do if somebody offered you $80,000 a year? Yeah. And, and I said, honestly, I don't know if that's enough to buy my freedom. Right. Because that's what they would be doing. That, they would be buying my freedom. So I, I spent a, lot, a big chunk of my career in corporate sales, like I was telling you. The only person I would assure you we would not hire was somebody who had worked for themselves. Oh, yeah, yeah, because they, they, they would be the rebel. They wouldn't follow the rules. They wouldn't want to do it your way. It would come up very quickly in most interviews. Tell me what you enjoyed most about 
having your own business. Oh, I totally got some. And you're like, ah, see, so this is why this is going to be a problem for you. Right. Because you're not going to have freedom with us. Because you're not going, you're going to feel stifled. You're going to, you know, you're going to question everything. And we don't have time to be questioning all of the things because it's already been decided. And most of the time (laughs) you're questioning me and I don't really even have the authority to change that decision. Right. So we're wasting a lot of time and energy and effort on something that can't be changed anyway. See, where I sometimes, I'm not questioning, I'm learning. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to. Seeking knowledge. Right. I'm seeking knowledge. I'm not trying to make you change how you do it. I just want, I'm just curious to know. Better understand. Right. Exactly. I I did that years and years and years ago. I worked at the front desk of an athletic club, but I, I can remember one time asking my boss a question and the look on her face, you know, you could just see her get really tense and stuff. And I said, I'm not questioning, I'm learning. Yeah. And and it was like an immediate oh okay uh-huh. and explanation. I'm uh-huh. not trying to. I just how did how did we arrive at that yeah. as policy? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, it was yeah. So I kind of remember. I've remembered that. that well, the yeah. hard the hard part is when it's me on the other side of that question, mm. and maybe I don't even myself agree. Okay. All right. Yep. Yep. But because somebody above you said this is it. Nor did I have any say whatsoever in why the policy got set myself. Right. Now right. it feels like I have to defend something, and that's where it gets to be a challenge because right. it's like, all right, if I spend all of my time thinking about the things that happen here that I don't agree with, I would probably leave too. So do you do you uh, do you just succumb? Right? Or do you say, no, I, I'm I, I, I'm not capable of doing that. And that really oftentimes I think is what leads us to the paths like the one that you chose. Right. So right. how did you choose that path? How did I choose my path? Yeah. Um, well, let's see. I have been kind of self-employed or self-motivated jobs pretty much since college. Uh-huh. Um, the last two years I was in college, I have a poli-sci degree, and I had every intention of uh, basically what today would be known as being a swamp minion, uh-huh. uh, work, work in D.C., uh-huh. and, and my experience with that candidate was so soul-crushing uh-huh. um, that when I left, when that campaign ended, uh-huh. I truly did not think that I was capable of doing anything right. Um, I No one would hire me anyways. Uh, so I actually ended up doing a direct sales uh-huh. job with uh-huh. the intention of that being multi-level direct sales. Not uh-huh. just direct sales, multi-level. I was going to just have that be my job. Oh, you got so broken. Broken. He absolutely. And then it was years later when I met another lady who worked for him that she had spent like over a decade working for a U.S. congressman and went to work for this state representative. And, huh. and by the time she was done with him, same thing. felt the same thing. So that actually was very vindicative, but it was several years later, sure. to hear that, okay, so it wasn't just me. Right. He just literally does this. He's just an awful human being. Right. I, I don't know if he's an awful human being, but he's an awful boss. Um, so that, that lasted for a, a few years. My father decided he was going to start a vending company, and wanted me to help him with that, and I wasn't doing anything. So once again, self-employed. Yeah. Again. Totally. So the majority of my uh, my my work choices in my adult life have been self-motivated, self-employed. So I I finally just 
took this huge leap. You know, they say jump and the net will appear. <laughs> I, I don't know about everyone else's experience or Thoreau's experience, <laughs> but I have never had a net appear when I've taken a massive jump. I just, maybe, maybe it has and I just didn't realize it because that's what I expected to happen. Um, I bounced a lot. <laughs> yes. I, so I quit everything. I took all the money I could get and I moved to Charlotte, North Carolina in 2010 because I had a friend down there who was doing well and uh, any place was better than Michigan at that time, but it wasn't necessarily any better. It was better there, but so did everybody else come there. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I used to say there's no North Carolina license plates in my apartment complex. We're all from somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And I ran out of money in two months and mm -hmm. I didn't have a job mm -hmm. and I had the prospect of a job, but it wasn't going to start for like three months. Mm -hmm. And so I ended up limping home. And that's when I decided I just needed, I guess, the normal job. Yeah. You know, the, the nine to five, Monday yeah. through Friday, clock in, clock out, evenings and weekends off. I got a part-time job um, at a large insurance agency in, in uh, Okemos. Mm -hmm. uh, about six months after I was there, one of the managers that I had been working for offered me a full-time position. And, you know, so there was the, you know... I'm here this many hours. They yep. pay me this much per hour. Yep. Job, predictable. The a predictable job, job. The job that obviously I needed because nothing else was working. Right. But after two and a half years, okay, um, I know everybody's job. Now what do I get to do? Right. You know, um, that was, so yeah, like, like this question is the end of my corporate life. I would never say I had a corporate life. <laughs> I, I, you did I, a stint. I was, I was entry level. <laughs> I don't know if that can be qualified as, as corporate life. Yeah. I, I went in as entry level. I had every intention of, you know what, I'm going to work my way up from the mail room, just like they do in the 80s movies. I'm going to be CEO <laughs> in 10 years. Uh-huh. Two and a half years later, same job, same position, the standard 2 to 3% annual raise, you know, on, on enough to live off of, but not enough to actually enjoy anything. Sure. The, their corporate structure, they're a very good insurance company for their customers, for their clients. But it's it's not designed to really move people up from the inside. Right. I mean, I was looking, where can I, I can't, there's no open positions in my department. So no promotion available. And then yeah. you added to that, this, I sat behind this wonderful woman who I'm still connected to on Facebook, who had been there for 32 years. And I'm sitting behind her doing the same job, yeah. probably making the same money. Yeah. Feels like a box, doesn't it? And 32 <laughs> years, that was a terrifying thought to me. I did. So I guess I got to say, you know, kudos to Good Benefits because, right, right, right. Uh, <laughs> because I did three member, three other people in my department had taken paid stress leaves. And, uh, and that's and that's where uh, I went. ended up going back to sales mm -hmm. uh, because the self-motivated, yeah. they set my own hours. They pay me what I'm worth. Correct. And that is something that I have got to say, no matter what job I have done in my life, no one has ever paid me mm -hmm. more than I pay myself. Always, always. And having the confidence to... Salespeople, are your be you're betting on yourself. You're betting on yourself. You're betting on yourself 100%. Mm -hmm. And once you've had a chance to see the other side of the bet, the security of 
the certainty right. versus my willingness and desire to want to bet on myself is really the fork in the road for a lot of people. Yep. Right. You and I both know that the bet that you place on yourself because you'd spent so much of the early part of your career because you thought you had no other choice. Yeah. That by taking a chance on the other side of the equation gave you a renewed understanding of, okay, no, I really do need to bet on myself. I need to bet on myself. Absolutely. And I've I've thought about this before. I I don't hear it as much now as I did back closer to the recession, but, uh, you know, oh, seniors live on a fixed income, fixed income. And um, W-2 hourly employees live on a fixed Fixed income. income, They get the exact same money every two weeks. Right. I can make money any day of the week. Yeah. By myself. Right. Totally. Yeah. Better totally. than myself. I get it. Mm-hmm. How, how then does SiriusNet enter the picture, though? Like, so... Um, well, because of my vending company uh-huh. experience, um, I knew what it was like to be part of a chamber. Okay. Yeah, Greater Flint Area, Chamber of Commerce. Yeah. Uh, I was actually a part of a sales lead team okay. there. So I, I, I had that uh, exposure to uh, what it's like to have a group of other business professionals. Yeah. Uh, kind of partner with you. Right. As you know, there's a big difference between a sales lead team and a referral team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge, huge difference. Yeah, totally. And, <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, so I took this job as a credit card processor, which is 100%, you know, commission. Yeah. Fill your own pipeline. Yeah, that's the biggest bet on yourself you can possibly but, make. Right, <laughs> right, exactly. And uh, so when I took this job and I left my other job, um, I went looking for a chamber. That way I was going to be a part of people who would at least listen, give right. me the time of day. Right. And uh, the very first day, the very first day, the very first event I went to was a multi-chamber mixer. So okay. I actually got to meet... Uh, actually, I met people that I'm still very connected to um, there, and uh, I, there was this person that I saw that everybody seemed to be talking to, uh, so I thought, I need to meet this person, sure. so I boldly introduced myself, uh, they listened, and they said, if you're looking for work, you should come to my SiriusNet group. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So literally, day one, uh-huh. first person I met at a chamber event said, you need to come to my SiriusNet group. So you were handed the keys to what became the kingdom at a very early stage of the game. Exactly. Unbeknownst to you at Unbeknownst the time. Unbeknownst to me. <laughs> so I went to visit this team. It was a, it was a nearly full team. had 28 seats. Wow. And, and uh, I was a guest, obviously, but they passed me a referral. Nice. And I can as a guest, wow. as a guest, yeah, that's and that great. is not unusual in a SiriusNet team. Yeah, you know, because we have that give to get philosophy. We like right. helping each other. We like helping others. So, yeah, so they passed me a referral, mm-hmm. and that was amazing. Mm-hmm. They they didn't know me and they saw value mm-hmm. in me and what I could do. I could not chase Steve down fast enough with a credit card. <laughs> you know, right. and I promise you. It was all credit card. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I needed to be. I needed to be in that team. Um, I did end up joining a second chamber as well, and uh, within I, I was about seven months from the time I started processing to the end of the calendar year. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the calendar year, you know, I have a very, I had a very good boss at my credit card company. 
You have to be effective with your time. Mm -hmm. You have to be effective with your time. That's nice, Wendy, but it's not helping you grow your business. Mm -hmm. And so he kind of suggested I really look at what I'm doing Mm -hmm. versus what I'm getting. Mm -hmm. And I looked at it and I had twice as many referrals from my one SiriusNet team than I did from my two chamber groups combined. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yet, by that time, I wasn't doing that good. I'm, and I, by that point, because of a trust builder I had with another member who had me do the DISC assessment, uh, okay. he said he was surprised by the results, but I knew at that moment I was not going to survive as a credit card processor. Mm. Um, a moment of clarity, if you will. Well, a moment <laughs> of terror. <laughs> because this is my job and this is how I make my money and I, I'm single and I have a mortgage yeah. and, you know. Oh, shit moment. Oh, shit moment. <laughs> or, yeah. Uh, that at one point, Steve had said, you know, you present really well in the team. You speak clearly. You make eye contact. You really get SiriusNet. Would you be interested in facilitating for me? Uh-huh. You know, subbing. Uh-huh. And, and at that moment, that was, a, that was the next big spark. I'm like, well, why should I sub? Why not I just have my own team? Uh-huh. And so we sat down and we talked, and, and I doubt he remembers this. Uh, but he literally showed me how much I could make if I had more than one team. Oh. Where where that's, you know, SiriusNet wasn't originally designed to have two, two Steves. It right. was designed to have a Steve, a Steve yes. and a bunch of facilitators, right. not, not two people who do this as their full-time profession. So I'm like, okay, I can, if I build enough teams and enough members, uh-huh. I can do this as my full-time profession. I can help connect others for a living. Uh-huh. So February of 2014, uh, I started my first SiriusNet team and I officially quit credit card processing. Uh-huh. Yeah, so so that was that was the start. Once again, mighty massive leap. Uh-huh. Which yep. I suppose, like I said, I guess the net did appear because six, almost six years later I'm still doing it. Yeah, well, yeah. and, and uh, to me... You know, as I'm sitting here listening to you just absolutely smiling from ear to ear about the story, it's because, and I got to guess that at some moment, maybe once you were in practice, you can't always see the finish line, but at least you knew you were going to be running the right race. That's actually one of the things I think my job as a facilitator is to do. I provide consistency, support, and encouragement because often what you're trying to achieve is down the road. Right. And you just got to keep moving. And my job is to keep you moving down the road yeah. until you can get where you're going. And it's so much easier for you to be able to do that for others because, one, it's very much in alignment with who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. And all of that other stuff that you had done up until that point have proven to you that that was who you really were. Yeah. Because you had a chance to sort of try the different things on, take them off and go, that didn't fit very well. Or this constricted me in a way that I felt that I couldn't achieve the kind of success that I knew I was capable of. Oh my God, wait a minute. This is one-on-one relationship building and helping people towards an objective. Totally in Wendy's alignment. Totally in my alignment. And that's why even, you know, whether you've become independently wealthy or not, It's still at the core of who you are, yeah. and that's what makes it easy to get out of bed every day because it doesn't feel like work anymore. No, right? no, no. I mean, occasionally, obviously, it's stressful because sure. because it's a thing. But you know, basically, my job is to remind people that they're a badass. 
Right. And and to sh- find out what makes them unique and yeah. share them with others. I am one of the best networking wing women ever. <laughs> Take me to an event. Let's go. I will fearlessly say. Have you met Roger? Have you met Roger? <laughs> Roger is awesome. Do you know him? You should know him. You should know this guy. Yes. Because, and everybody's story is different too, which is yeah. something that I, I absolutely love. Yeah, I know a dozen realtors. I know a dozen insurance agents. But everybody's why? Yeah. Everybody's passion, everybody's like expertise that they bring to it is different for different reasons. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's totally good. And mm-hmm. uh, so this is kind of what I wanted to ask you about, and I think we're 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 hitting on it. So let's just take it there. So people could often say to us, so even for me, right? right so having been managed just a mm-hmm. massive team with a lot of revenue and you know, negotiating contracts with purchasing departments that are for millions of dollars, you know, great, awesome. So when I tell people, oh, I'm a member of the chamber, yeah. like immediately you get that scowl, like that doesn't give you any return on investment. I'm like, well, yeah, I'm on a referral team too. And they're like, wait, that doesn't, that's a bunch of small businesses. And it's like, you, you're totally missing the point. Yes. The point is not, what can that person give me? Yes. It's, like you're saying, I know the stories of all of those people. Mm-hmm. And it's because we spend time with one another consistently and repeatedly yes. learning about each other in a way so that when I bump into somebody, mm-hmm. part of my ability to show value to someone is not always in what I know. It's yeah. in who I know. Yes. And what I might be able to bring to solve a problem for that person yes. oftentimes lie in... I know Wendy, I know Steve, I know Doug, I know Mary Beth, I know all of those people. And not only do I know them, now I'm starting to know who they know. Yes. Which is even better. Yes. Right? Because they're making the referrals and introductions to the other people in their networks and saying, have you met Roger? Have you met Roger? You should meet this guy. Yes. He's totally awesome because this is what Social Good Promotions does. And that's more valuable than any employee. It just, I, we can't hire no. Enough people right. to serve the purpose of what that group does. Yes. So yes. T- tell, like, give the people some of the things that you've seen. Like, well, what, what's, what have you seen happen? See, now, that's a very kind of interesting point you made. Everybody knows the saying, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Right. But they never talk about how do you meet those people. Right. That's, that's time. And that's a referral team. A referral team. SiriusNet teams are relationship focused. Yeah. They are not. They're not hunting. They're not scattered. They're not. You know, let me be super duper busy, and eventually something will stick to the wall. It's 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 intentional, targeted, productive time, and and it's I call it exploring your spider web. Oh, okay. Everyone, have you ever walked face first into a spider web? Because yeah. you didn't, you didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, but it was there. Oh, it was totally there. Right. That's what your network is. Uh-huh. It is there, but it is unseen unless it's in the right light. Yeah. And your network is not only professional, but it's personal. Sure. It's your neighbors. It's the school coaches. It's that person that you talk to every day when you get your cup of coffee. You are an extremely connected person, but you are unaware of it because you just go about your time. Yeah. Part of, I think, the great benefits of SiriusNet is not only connecting you to others, but to their network. Agreed. Each person in that room is a gateway 
a warm introduction to an entirely new network of people. Yeah. Some you actually might find out that you're already connected to each other and you had no idea. Right. Because the world is a small place. Six degrees of separation is a real game. Yeah. And and that's that's the beauty, that's the value that is found inside a CirrusNet team is that connection. You become somebody's go-to source and you become of greater value to your current system mm-hmm. because you have solutions. I mean, nobody, I don't, I, I don't know any quality professional who would have a customer come to them and say, I need help and go, that sucks, buddy. Good luck to you. <laughs> no. It's not really in my area of expertise. Right. I don't, know, I don't I know how to help you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to have a solution. Of course. And that solution deepens your relationship with that client. That's a client for life. Even if you're not the one who helps them, even right. though you're like, you know, I, you know, I'm an insurance agent, but I can't write that policy, but I know who does. Right. That you're not losing that client. No, you're actually gaining value. You're gaining value, and they're going to talk about. I can't believe it. He helped me, and yeah. he actually sent me to his competition. Yeah. Well, not really. No, but but that's how it's viewed. Perceived, sure. Um, there's a. Uh, I'll forget the book I read, but there's actually a term for that. Okay. It's called being a broker of capabilities. Oh, I like that. And what you're really in sales. What you really want is when someone has a need, they just call you. Yes. And because I know that Roger's going to know, even if it's not him, Yes. he's going to point me in the right direction. And because I trust him, I'm going to trust what he's going to tell me or who he's going to refer me to by virtue of the trust that I've established with him. And that wasn't an, an instant. That wasn't a, well, call me. Here's my business card. Yeah. It's, it's, it is time. It's sincerity. Yeah. Um, and, I, I and call it stump the facilitator. Please, stomp the facilitator. Please <laughs> don't stump the facilitator because I want to be a resource. Right. I do have members call me. When I can connect them, I get so excited. Yeah. I have one of those. Yeah. I know one of those. Totally. Please don't call me and try to figure out how. <laughs> who do you not know? Who does Wendy not know and let me ask her for them? Uh, oh, man. Oh, that's so good. That is so funny. That's totally funny. So uh, Doug asked me when I joined, he asks a question of all new members. He says, what, do you hope, what, are, you, what are you excited to get and what are you excited to give? Oh, I like that. I usually just say, what are you looking, what are you looking to, for from the team? Yeah. That's nice. I like that. Get and give. And okay. I said, I'm excited to give my expertise because I feel like what we do could be a benefit to the members that were also on the team. Yes. But what I was excited to get was the opportunity to get a phone call from Wendy, who's a member, to say, hey... That person, Bob, I referred you to, called me today and said, thank you so much for putting me in touch with Roger. Isn't that so satisfying? Yes, because that's like... So to me, not only does this warm up the lead, so for all of you salespeople out there, referral teams have the opportunity to give you what would be considered a warm lead, but in reality, what that warm lead can translate to can oftentimes be the gratitude... Mm-hmm. that you can create in the person who made the referral by virtue of the good work you can do. And yeah. so I'm not saying if I get a, a lead via the web or you know uh, a contact us form comes in that I don't want that same lead. Right. But I, if you give me a lead, I'm getting in the car in the parking lot and calling that person immediately. Oh, and- because as far as I'm concerned, there's no more valuable lead than one that someone 
actively sourced for you and handed it to you on a silver platter. And if you have the arrogance or the lack of uh, desire to want to turn that into what it's supposed to be, that's on you. Yeah. Right. So, so I'm all like cheese on macaroni on it. And, you know and, what I mean? <laughs> and, and if you don't follow up with it, don't be surprised if there's not another one. Right. You know, because that, that person took the time and they, they gave you a piece of their reputation. Yeah. And you have to, you have to honor that. Yeah. I have to assume that if I handed you a blank notebook and said, write me all of the things that have given you goosebumps or made you cry or mm-hmm. inspired you because you watched it happen. Mm-hmm. that the book would be it, a pretty good book. It could be, but yet you find a lot of SiriusNet members, we don't sometimes see the value of what we did for someone else because, uh, because it oh, no big deal. It was no big deal. Yeah. Where that other person is truly grateful. Right. Um, and there's two things. One, we do this year-end wrap-up mm-hmm. where you, you know, part of it is, uh, who did you give a great referral to and who gave you a great referral? And the and almost everybody who gave me a great referral was easy for them. Right. Who they gave one to, right. it wasn't a struggle because they didn't. It was, well, I don't know if they thought it was a great referral. Got it. You know, yeah. um, that, that value is can be subjective, but they're all valuable. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, all, they're all valuable. They all are uh, connections to someone or for someone that they could not have done on their own. Right. Um, I think the things that uh, when I see a struggling business connect and flourish, that's that's my pride. I do have a very strong pride point this year because it's the most measurable, mm-hmm. obviously measurable one. You know, we don't track closed dollars. Right. I mean, somebody could have had a million dollar deal and I wouldn't know Never it unless know. they told me. Got it. Um, but I did have a, I did have an HVAC company uh, email me out of the blue in February that they found me on the website and they want to join a team. And uh, I always have coffee with people first because, you know, I, you, you got to have some idea of I can help them, how they need me to help and so on and so forth. Well, um, or is it you're just going to come in and ruin the culture of my team. Good Lord, yes. And we don't sell the culture of our team for a membership. Sorry. Right, right, <laughs> exactly. Um, and he was a, uh, a, a had been in business less than a year, had cashed in his 401k. Oh, and wow. take, So he went in, all in with his business, yep. but hadn't, hadn't had an install in two months, uh-huh. which is pretty much the bread and butter of a yeah. HVAC company. Right. And... It's not even been a year. It will be February. It will be a year since he joined my SiriusNet team. And he now has an office girl, oh. a second truck. All right. And he's training somebody so they can go both work separately. All right. And and I know he's done a lot of stuff. Yeah. But that, to me, that was visual. It was yeah. measurable. Yeah. And, and, and the feedback that I get on his services from other members. Awesome. Is awesome. Awesome. It's it's awesome for me. That is that is that is probably you know the, the most, north star. But yes, mm-hmm. that 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 wonderful you know that wonderful that wonderful story. Yeah. Uh, but it's funny because he's discovering what a lot of business people do is um, you need twenty dollars, so you make twenty two, mm. and now you need thirty. <laughs> you know, because right. so you're, 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 you're yeah, you always have the same the percentage. Machine. The machine yes. needs feeding constantly. Yes. Right? But something else that I've also enjoyed about uh, the teams 
is that generous give to get mm-hmm. mentality. If they express a need and we have a solution, the mm-hmm. team will offer it. And uh, I, I had another uh, young man named, well, well, maybe he's not young, but I call, <laughs> I think I've reached that age. They're all young men now. Uh, to, his name is Lev, and he does the Daily Brew in the greater Flint area. And uh, he came to visit, and he does pop-up bistros, or oh, uh, uh, baristas. Interesting. Pop-up baristas. And he was mentioning how he can only do pour-overs right now because he needs this piece of equipment that was incredibly expensive. Mm-hmm. And one of the members of the team's like, hey, have you heard of this crowdfunding source mm. that is, it's not a gift, it's a loan, and it's for uh-huh. small businesses only. Uh-huh. He's not a member of a team. Uh-huh. But he needed a, he yeah. came, and so those those connections are. Yeah. That, How this, much was that worth to you, sir? Right. The oh. sincerity yeah. that the team members, the integrity, the sincerity, yeah. the give to get philosophy, the um, I help you because I can, not because I'm measuring what I get. Yeah. And, and I, I, I have been told in the last week that that attitude or personality inside my teams is a direct correlation to me. Mm-hmm. That, that, you know, those are the people that come mm-hmm. and stay. Because you feel comfortable to them. Because because that's what I yeah. project, yeah. I expect. It's, it's alignment again, right? Yeah. So yep. from an alignment perspective, when that person is in the exact same moment that you were in at the moment you said, oh my God, wait, no, this is where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. I feel like oftentimes in those groups, you can kind of... It's not visible, but you can feel it. It's tangible. It's definitely tangible. Yes. Yes. And yes. Um, my my buddy Mark Schaefer, who wrote, he's written a bunch of books, but the most recent one he wrote, and he was on the show, which was really great. I was grateful that he came on. The book's called Marketing Rebellion. Mm. And basically, what he's saying is, if you don't speak the language of the place you're trying to get business, you are an intruder, and you will be revealed as one. And you, you can't fake it. You can't phony it. You either are a member of that tribe or you're not. Yeah. And the first best thing for you to stop doing is trying to pretend that you are when you're not. Mm-hmm. So whatever it is that you're a tribe of is where you spend your time. Mm-hmm. And if that's where you spend your time, then that's probably the people that you should be trying to have be your customers. Right. Because they like how you sound. You sound like them. It doesn't feel like you're interrupting them because you're with them. They see you. Right. You wear their clothes. You speak their language. And everything else in the world today, digital, billboard, commercials, we're all so almost upset now. Yes. When we have to be susceptible to that intrusion. Constant. To the point where it's like, I will go to great lengths to make it so that you can't do that to me. Yes. And yet... We make these investments in relationships, yes, which is what people really want. Yes. So we have LinkedIn, we have Alignable, we have yeah. these digital marketplaces where supposedly right. you can build a network. Right. And yet, how, how does it feel different to you? that? So why wouldn't I just spend the $700 on LinkedIn premium and say, okay, I have a network now? Um, do you have a network or do you have a bunch of people you're connected to? Yeah. That's there's, there's a difference between a network and connections. Connections. Right. You get a sense of somebody in their presence yep. that you don't get 
from LinkedIn. Yeah. And 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 I use all of those things. Sure. I'm on Alignable. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Yep. That is something that I use to try to build and reinforce my legitimacy mm-hmm. to bring attention to my business. There are more and more professions that can be completely virtual, um, but they're usually technology related. Mm-hmm. Your furnace breaks down. You're not going to hold the phone up to the furnace <laughs> okay. and get it fixed. Yeah. The app won't fix your furnace. The <laughs> app is not fixing your furnace. It might tell you what's wrong, but you still need that human being to come in your room, yeah. your home. What's What's the goal, Wendy? What's 2020's goal for you? 2020's goal is success. I've been saying that on my, my uh, social media post recently. Cheers to success in 2020. Um, my goal is to double the sizes of my teams. A, a realized goal for you would mean how many member companies would you be shepherding under your umbrella once the goal has been a- achieved? Adding, honestly, uh, probably 50 more businesses. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that would. Yeah. I would say ease. I would. I. I am open to assisting fifty more businesses. There you go. In building those relationships that go. are long term, and and oftentimes the value inside of a SearsNet team is not necessarily. I got a referral slip. Yeah. I met my best friend in the whole wide world there in SearsNet. There you go. I know people who have met their significant others. Okay. This is there you through go. The there you go, right. Um, you, That's the noteworthy stuff. Right, right. 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 Um, you, uh, one of the things that I find of great value for myself and I know is for others is when I have a problem, I know who I can trust to fix it. So the value from a Sirisnet team, the value of being connected is so much more powerful and so far beyond the visual spectrum. Yeah. It will carry you for years. There you go. It will carry you for years. And there is something truly wonderful about being a person who you can call upon someone you haven't spoken to in two years and they are tickled to hear from you. Yeah. How can I help? Yeah. And that's that's the real connection that is focused on inside a SiriusNet team. We're just going to leave it right there. That's the mic drop right there. So how, if someone is so inspired that they may want to be involved with Wendy's group, mm-hmm. how, how does one reach you? Um, email. Uh-huh. Uh, I do have a Facebook page, SiriusNet Connections. There you go, SiriusNet Connections. Yes. And it is spelled funny, so share that with them. <laughs> I have an Instagram page, SiriusNet Connections. LinkedIn. Got it. Yeah, I, I try to be very accessible. I will need an email from address from them because I want to communicate effectively, and right. you can't always do that through social media. Agreed, agreed. Serious mm-hmm. connections, folks. You heard it here. Thanks, Wendy. Thank you. So there you have it. Another episode in the books. I hope that you enjoyed that conversation with Wendy. I really loved the fact that she was willing to be so vulnerable and talk about being just completely crushed in what was supposed to be a mentorship environment with the political candidate that she was working with, and then the career arc resulting in the oh shit moment that had her realize that she was going to have to take some pretty massive leaps in order for her to be able to realize what it was that she wanted to have for her professional career. Lots of great, great insight there. I really think it's great to remember that all of us are coming from someplace in our lives that forced us to have to make a decision to move forward. And the effort and enthusiasm we bring to the job is often a reflection of the passion that we feel for the work that we do. So in much the same way, I hope that you're enjoying the So You're In Sales podcast series. Please, if you haven't already subscribed, please do so. Share it with your friends. Tell other people who are in sales or just generally own a business 
who are interested in learning how to be the best at that they possibly can. And we will talk to you next time.